everyone, and welcome to The Darkest Hour. I'm your host, Amanda Jane. Have you ever seen a ghost? Talked to a ghost? Was your experience everything you hoped it would be? And what does one hope something like that will be? Meeting a ghost, that is. When you invite a spirit into your home, perhaps through a seance, what exactly are you looking for? A friendly encounter? Something a bit more sinister? And once the invitation is out there and the door is open, so to speak, do you even get to choose? And when it comes to communicating with the other side, it's always a little bit of a gamble, isn't it? Of course, there's plenty of friendly ghosts out there, right? There might be one or two in here somewhere. So, let's get started, shall we? This happened to me when I was 18. I was laying in bed, trying to go to sleep. It was really quiet. And all of a sudden, I heard this little girl humming. I don't have any brothers or sisters. The girl sounded like she was trying to hum green sleeves. Or the tune to, what child is this? I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I thought it was just my mind playing tricks on me because it was so quiet. But then the humming grew louder. The humming was from a little girl, but the hums, they were broken, as if she was trying to remember a song. So she was trying her best. It definitely sounded like green sleeves. My mind panicked, and the first thing that flew out of my mouth was... No, 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 no. This is not happening. Nope, not tonight. I jumped out of bed, still saying nope, and putting in a DVD to drown out the little girl. I remember saying, Nope, I feel sorry for you, but I can't help you. Please leave me alone. After hurriedly putting the movie in, don't laugh, it was Three Stooges, the old movies, something loud, silly, I literally cranked the volume up to the max, and I got back into bed, and I let the sucker play all night like that. My heart was beating so fast, and I remember just praying the humming would go away. I went to sleep, and eventually stopped. The next morning, I had to tell my mom. I told her everything. When she asked me what song the girl was trying to sing... I said, green sleeves, and I tried to show her how she hummed it, so I began humming. After I stopped, the little girl began humming again, louder, showing exactly how she sung it. My mom's eyes widened, and the hair on the back of my neck stood up. After around 15 seconds, she stopped humming. I never have heard the girl again. It's been seven years. I hope I never do. My family has had experiences with ghosts before, 
and I have had paranormal experiences as well. But this case was just terrifying because the ghost acknowledged me. I don't know if it had anything to do with the house since it was fairly new. I have heard that in our area, there is the ghost of a girl that travels from home to home every so often. As a young man, I loved climbing mountains. And this is an amazing encounter that happened to me on one climbing expedition. We'd left a hut late one night. The intention was to summit a mountain in a single long push by climbing right through the night. It was bad weather in the middle of winter, and there was deep snow, and we were trying to find our way through a maze of crevasses on a glacier. I remember the howling wind and clouds moving rapidly through the sky as the bulk of the mountain loomed over us. There was a full moon which would hide behind the clouds before emerging again. I remember seeing a man moving up the slope below us. The first thing that struck me was he didn't have a headlamp on. I yelled over the wind at my climbing partner. Let's go talk to this guy. What guy? That guy. I pointed down at the figure moving towards us. What guy? At this point, I remember losing it. That fucking guy, right there. And at that point, I looked down to see absolutely nothing. Thinking that he had fallen into a crevasse, we walked down, but... We never found any tracks. In the years since, I've heard reports of similar encounters in the area. In fact, recently, the bones of a deceased climber from the 1970s were discovered melted out of the ice. And the news reports reminded me of my mysterious climber from that night. You've heard from me before. My buddies and I have a YouTube TikTok channel where we go to urban legend hotspots with a 12-pack. We do it about every week. And this week, we got a lead from my college ethics teacher on a potential ghost town, an abandoned hospital out in the woods of West Point, Kentucky. It's about a 45-minute drive from Louisville. Our lead was from a website that I'd found with photos and exact coordinates of where it was on the road in the middle of nowhere. However, we quickly realized how sketchy the situation was once we got closer. We were nervous. The road that we had chosen to try to find the place was basically on Fort Knox property. And every turn we took was either gated off by Fort Knox or closed with a sign saying, surveilled by the military. We eventually made it to a location called Bridges of the Past. It was foggy as hell, and you could walk under the bridges. But it was the canopy of trees that made it look like something out of Hollywood. We were hearing all sorts of unexplainable noises. Plus, 
There was a train trestle with a passing train overhead, so the screeching of the tracks was adding another layer to the already overwhelming sound. Keep in mind, the two of us were by ourselves, with no weapons for self-defense, basically lost, and we were overwhelmed by the amount of noises by the bridge. Plus, we were trying to find a hidden driveway to a location where hundreds of children could still be buried, so we were rightfully in our heads a little. As more time passed, the sketchy feeling didn't, and we were used to being sketched out, but something felt unsafe. We decided that it would be safer to scope out the long way around sunset the next day, and try to find the hospital without looking over our shoulder for Fort Knox soldiers. Makes you wonder if anything has happened to anyone trying to find the hospital, with the military in the way. Wonder if they made it. About a year ago, I was in my room doing pretty much nothing. All I remember was needing my mother for something. Instinctively, I went to go look for her. The house felt empty, but I still decided to find my mom. I checked every room that I thought that she might have been in, which was stupid of me by checking her room last. I opened the door to her room, and I saw her sleeping in her bed. I asked her if she was awake because I wasn't the smartest child. And she responded, I'm right here. After speaking to her about what I wanted her to help with, she didn't respond. I assumed that she'd fallen asleep again, so I left the room. Three hours later, I heard the front door open. My mind thought it was my dad, since they both work at the same job and usually finish at the same time. But it was my mother... I felt confused, so I went to check her room. After finding nobody asleep, my mother asked me what was wrong. I shrugged it off and thought I was seeing things. But I swear, I saw someone, breathing. Someone was talking to me, responding. Now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure no one was home. I think we let something in my house. So my friends and I were all hanging out. There were five of us and later only four. Due to a power outage, we resorted to playing board games with candles lit and flashlights out. My sister suggested that we try to summon a ghost and shit like that as a joke. Or just to have some fun and occupy the time. We all decided to go along with it for the time being. And we started by joining hands and inviting spirits to join us, or whatever we'd read online on how to summon things. We did this multiple times in two separate rooms, and it started with us hearing noises that could have very well been creaks or knocks from my house being old. But I started being convinced that it wasn't coincidence. We would hear noise whenever asking for signs, and only then. 
We weren't getting much, so we all just started hanging out and talking in the family room like normal. After a while of just hanging out and talking, everyone in the room froze as my bathroom door at the end of the hallway slammed shut. Everyone was quiet, and I started getting excited as we actually had proof of something. So now, everyone in the room was on board that something was with us. And it was pretty undeniable by this point. Our fifth friend ended up leaving after this, so it was only the four of us left. We came to the conclusion a majority of the activity was coming from around the hallway, so we decided to move into the hallway and try to communicate with whatever was there. We sat down and asked for signs. Our friend said that he heard noises coming from the kitchen, but the rest of us didn't hear anything, so I asked for more signs. Then, clear as day, all of us heard a noise like a sigh, and everyone freaked out as they heard it. My sister actually managed to get an audio recording of the noise, but I'm not sure how to go about sharing that. Everyone had to calm down, and as we calmed down, we decided to leave the house. As I'm writing this, I haven't gone back yet. So I don't normally hop on Reddit for any type of story I have, but this freaked me out. I was out walking my dog at about 2.30 p.m. sharp on Tuesday, and I walk past my neighbor's house, who's a good friend of mine. And I see a man standing inside. He's bald, about 6'1", chubby, has a suit with a hat on. Now, this is a female neighbor, and she lives alone. Now I'm thinking maybe she has company over and she's out doing something. Either way, I mind my own business and I keep walking. I stop at the stop sign down the street, let my dog use the bathroom. I got home, and oddly enough, I got a call from that neighbor. You can't make this shit up, I swear. And we spark up a normal conversation about how everything's going, and I mention... I saw a man in your house. I explained how he looked. Asked if she had company over. She stopped and paused for a few minutes. And then she said something. She said that about a month ago, her dad died. Just before she moved near me. He was wearing the same outfit that I described. The same attributes. She got pretty emotional. But I was just so confused why I saw him in her window. It creeped me out. And now, every time, if I walk past her house, I wonder if I'll ever see the figure again. I don't normally believe in ghosts, but this might have been proof for me. Previously, I shared the story about the ghost of a little girl that was humming in my room when I was 18. I'll go ahead and share another ghost story that happened just last year, while me, my husband, and family were on vacation. 
My family rented a cabin in Helen, Georgia, which was three stories tall. It was pretty much right in the center of town. We stayed for a week, and about three days into our stay, weird things started to happen. My aunt and grandma, who stayed on the second floor, along with my mom and dad, who had their own room, started hearing things. They said they heard a little girl crying at night. I didn't pay much attention to it. My aunt and grandma are pretty jumpy when it comes to staying in new places. I thought that they were just hearing the TV going because there was a TV in each of our rooms. Four days into the trip, my aunt and my mom are sitting on the couch and they hear a girl say in a very distressed and breathy voice, Mama. My mom yelled for me. I was out on the porch of the cabin and asked if I hollered for her, which of course I didn't. Now, my mom, grandma, and aunt were all scared. They were afraid to be left alone in any part of the cabin by themselves. I tried not to pay attention to it because we were on vacation. I wanted to have a good time hanging out at the cabin, and I wanted to have a good night's sleep. So thinking about ghosts just wasn't on my mind. Until that night. My husband and I had the top room of the cabin. We turned off the TV and we went to sleep after a long day of walking around town. I woke up out of a dead sleep and I started hearing a girl cry. Small moaning sobs. I went real quiet, stopped breathing to hear if it was just my mind or my ears playing tricks on me because I'm thinking maybe it's one of my family members' TVs playing. Nothing. The sound was definitely coming from inside the room. I went back in my mind about six years ago to when the ghost of a little girl started humming in my room. And the fear and panic of that experience flew over me again. I grabbed the smart TV's remote and I turned it to some cartoon movie and turned up the volume. Like, it was pretty loud. My husband turned over to complain about how loud it was, asked me to turn it off. Absolutely not. I'm not turning it down or off. He got agitated and asked me, why did I have it so loud? I told him I would explain in the morning. The sobs eventually died out over the sound of the TV. The next day, I told my husband what happened, and I told him, we've got two nights left, and I'm going to leave the TV on loud to just get ready for it. I was afraid to hear the little girl cry again. To be honest, I was so upset about it, I was ready to just up and go home. So the next night passes, and the TV was kept on and loud. Nothing that night except mine and my husband's ears hurting and a sleepless night. The last night was a doozy. I was so tired that I went straight to sleep, left my husband up watching TV. But I asked him to please, before he went to sleep, start a movie or whatever and keep the volume up. He promised, and I went to sleep. Then, I woke up again, out of a deep sleep to the sound of how quiet it was, and the panic shot through me. 
the TV wasn't on. And I can't swear on the Bible, but I think I hear the little girl crying again. I looked at the TV, and it had on the screen something to do with playback issues. It was a smart TV with a Roku, so I was just doing everything I could. The remote buttons wouldn't work, and I was freaking out. Like, it wouldn't let me move out of the error screen. So I somehow had to restart the TV to get it to come back on and actually play something. After fiddling around with it for more than I would have cared to, it actually started up and it let me scroll to a movie to play. And once again, the volume was up. I think whatever was in that cabin, it had something to do with trying to stop the TV from playing. I was happy that this was our last night in the cabin. I will never stay in Helen, Georgia, ever again. This happened when I was 10 years old. I don't remember when it was exactly, but I still clearly remember what happened back then. It was exactly 3 p.m. in the afternoon when I had last checked my clock. I was home alone almost every day because my school classes ended earlier than my siblings and my parents, who both work, didn't get home until around 8 p.m. I was playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on my laptop and I clearly remember suddenly I got goosebumps all over my body and I felt something go through my body from left to right. When I looked to my right side, where my bedroom door is, I saw a figure of a human. It was transparent, but I clearly see it as a human figure. I only see its outlines. As it walks away through the door, I suddenly shut off the laptop. When I left my bedroom, the thing was gone. I quickly ran off to my neighbor's. This was the only paranormal thing that I've experienced. I hope it's the last. I'm 22 now, a science guy. But that thing that happened to me, it proved that not everything can be proven by science. At least not yet. I think humanity is closer to unlocking the secret of the universe, and that we'll be able to maybe make sense of all this paranormal stuff in our world. I've just moved back in with my dad in his new place about two weeks ago. They haven't had any experiences in the house as far as I know, and I'm not a believer in ghosts at all. Our stairs, they have this half wall that you can see over if somebody is walking up or down them. I was walking towards the stairs, about to go draw up in my room, when I saw the top of a girl's head with blonde hair run down the stairs stare straight into my eyes. I stared back for a bit, and she ducked her head behind the stair wall, playfully. I thought it was my little stepsister. She's blonde and seven years old. I went to go ask why she was still up on a school night so late, and there was no one there. 
So, I, being a non-ghost believer, but kind of excited, was like, wow, that was really cool. I'm going to hang out downstairs in the living room instead and see how it goes. This is cool. I sat down on my phone, just relaxing, and I heard the chair to my left start rocking. So I looked at it, and I saw it stop rocking. So I looked forward and kept the chair in my peripheral vision. I saw and heard it rocking, but when I looked back at it, suddenly it stopped. And no matter what, if I looked at it for two seconds to thirty seconds, it would not start moving again until I wasn't staring. I'm still not a believer in ghosts at this point, but on the fence. And I'm like, wow, do I have a cute-ass child ghost pranking and playing with me? Instead of being scared, I found it very cool and kind of cute. A bit later, it finally stops and I go to the bathroom. I open up the door to walk out, and I notice that I've got a pimple on my chin. So, I'm up in the mirror, lights on, the doors open, checking it out. And in the corner of my eye, I see the same little girl, but with pure white eyes this time. She's fixated on my eyes, through the mirror, smiling, clinging onto the side of the door frame. We made eye contact for a second, and I looked away. Then I looked back at the mirror, and she was gone. Still, kind of playful, and to be honest, kind of fucking creepy this time. Especially because I don't believe in ghosts. But this was twice now, while sober, and fully awake. I wasn't scaring myself into seeing stuff. This was a realistic human girl, making eye contact with me. Plus the rocking chair... Too coincidental. So I go up the stairs, into my bed, and I start texting my boyfriend about it. He doesn't believe in ghosts so much, but that spirits watch over us, give us signs. When telling him about it, saying I felt bad for leaving the playful, cute ghost, he freaked out, telling me that he thinks it's a demon, trying to pretend to be playful and cute, to lure me in. I don't believe in demons or ghosts, but whatever I saw was too real to me. I'm scared shitless after this. This year, I'm celebrating my 30th birthday going to be the first time since birth I'm not celebrating this moment with the brave lady who raised me. Same goes for my grandfather. My grandmother died after years and years of suffering. It's a relief, but damn, it hurts. A few hours before her death, the last day I saw her. I slept a few hours to recover from this terrible night. She'd asked for mercy. Well, in my dream... I saw her dead, laying on the bed. Her husband held her and cried. Once I awoke, I immediately sent a message to my companion to tell him about this disturbing picture I've seen a few times. It's since the idea of losing her, it causes me huge anxiety issues. Then, right after this nightmare, 
I get a call, learning that she passed away as I was peacefully sleeping in my bed. It's been a month since she's been gone now, and I know it's strange, but I totally stopped dreaming about her. This morning, I just woke up in my family's house, and I heard the distinct voice saying, Hi. It was nice and sweet, and I responded, Yes? As my grandfather, who sleeps in his room next to mine, answered, Yeah? I asked him if he called me, and he said no. I used to work in a funeral home for years as a counselor. I know grief may lead to hallucinations, but have you ever had a dream about your loved ones who eventually died moments after? Do you think it's pure coincidence? A simple sign of empathy since I felt worried about her? Do you think that I myself talked while I was asleep? I know a lot of my friends have confirmed that I'm a sleep talker. Anyway, that's not the most thrilling experience I witnessed, but I'm curious about these two moments. First, the dream. Secondly, the call. I respect your belief. I'm open-minded, so feel free to share. Take care. appears we've reached the end of tonight's episode but don't miss a brand new episode every friday night and my other weekly uploads every sunday and wednesday i want to thank those of you who shared their stories and a big thanks to all of you for listening don't forget to like this video subscribe to the darkest hour and tap the bell so you never miss a thing i sure appreciate it and i can't thank you enough Huge shout out to all of my patrons, who I appreciate so very much. Monica L., Zoe Watt, Shelly B., Donald C., Rat Girl, Alicia S., Aaron G., Nikki H., and a very warm welcome to the Darkest Hour's newest patron, Mr. Revenant. If you want to support the Darkest Hour in other ways, consider joining my Patreon, Check out patreon.com slash thedarkesthour, or click the link in the description to learn more. You can keep up with me and all things Darkest Hour over on my Instagram, at thedarkesthourYT, and follow me on Twitter, AmandaJaneTDH. Do you have stories like these? I'd love to share them. Send them to me, AmandaDarkestHour at gmail.com, or on the Darkest Hour subreddit. The Darkest Hour, YT. Stay spooky.
Thank you.